Are you there yet? <laughs> technology, Justin, technology. <laughs> I, I know, it's brilliant. I mean, you could hear me, but I couldn't hear you. And then you changed at your end, and I touched nothing here, and it was the other way around. Couldn't make that up. Couldn't make I, it. I, I don't know. This technology stuff, this is not, this, me and that don't go on great, Justin. You know that. You know there's always a gremlin in the works. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I've got more RAM when you've got a new mic and a new a new a new headset. And let's oh. hope RAM... and Bluetooth and everything. Yeah, it doesn't no. work like. But I've got more new it, ones. It, it does work. It does work. What is happening is when you put the Bluetooth headset in, it's both doing the audio that you can hear and the audio out, and it's overriding the USB microphone. Uh, because it's just it depends on the setup of the computer, you know. Uh, so there you go. Let us know if you're if you're watching. Uh, good evening, folks. There's Mark Kerr. He's straight off already, and there's me thinking he was listening to his new his new sound system tonight again. There's me thinking he was listening to his new sound system. There's Julie Mason happy saying, happy new, year, "Happy new Year, everybody!" By the way, Happy New Year, yes. everybody. Yes, Happy. We. We better we better we better mention that it is Happy New Year because you don't know what I've called this show yet, but I've actually called it the 2021 show because I always wanted to be on the one show, <laughs> but not having the particular set of skills, I have never managed to make it onto the one show. No, right? You know, uh huh, uh huh. You know, oh, I know, I know. Richard Jones is saying. When you hear this, when you hear this, everybody's saying hello. But but Richard Jones is saying, sorry, guys, can't stay on, but happy new year. Keep the faith and hope this year is great for both of you. Richard, listen, watch it and repeat. Watch it and repeat. We don't mind. Go to the Whiskey Review and watch it and repeat. You know? So, uh, listen, everybody's saying happy new year. We'll better put all these people in. Look, here, here's uh, Frank Heron saying happy new year. Uh, Jody Burke saying happy new year. Uh, Catherine Birchall is saying Happy New Year. Have I mentioned her already? Can't remember. Uh, Mark Kerr saying Happy New Year. Yeah, we're we are really pleased it's a new year this year. I can tell you it's a really good year to be a new year. Well, uh, Trevor Watson saying Happy New Year. It couldn't be. Uh, and then William, William McClanahan saying Happy New Year. And Mark Kerr, so 2021. <laughs> yeah, 2021. No. Uh, a, a, a guy, a, a guy called another, uh, a guy from Dundalk. One, what do I look up? His name? I can't look up his name because of Damien Cronin. One, Damien Cronin. One, that's who won the this year. But I, ha I haven't posted it yet because there's no point in posting that over the new year, you know. Uh, so uh, Damien Cronin won that. There, there you go. Uh, Patrick Mulkey yeah. saying Happy New Year. Uh, Richard Jones is saying he always just catches up. Let us know if we clash this. If this clashes at 10 p.m. on Saturdays, we'll change it by popular demand to uh, 10 p.m. Fridays if you want. <laughs> well, we. You have to consult with me. I'm only joking, Marty. Decisions Marty. without me. I know. That's <laughs> what happens to me, folks. Justin makes these decisions. Like the I can't make alone. executive decisions, I know. Saturday night's good. Saturday night's good. Sure. Where, where else can you go? You can't go anywhere else, everybody. Can we? We can't. <laughs> so, uh, looking forward to this week's show. Uh, who said I was out of the house? Everybody was under curfew from 8 o'clock onwards. <clears throat> Hello. Apparently, the police 
couldn't actually do anything. All they could do was give advice. So if you're right walking about, the police go over and say, you know, you shouldn't be. And you go, fair enough. And just carry on. <laughs> carry on regardless. <laughs> you know? Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know. But sure. But sure. As long as we didn't get a fine for going to a rave in France. <laughs> well, everybody else seemed to go to a rave in France. I was in El Paso over Christmas. Look at that there. I was in El Paso. Look. I, I seen a video of you heading off to El Paso. And then you made a boo-boo, Justin. You made a boo-boo. Because you told everybody you'd get upgraded to business class, and everybody tagged on you can't be in business class and sit behind the wing. Correct. You can on a double decker plane. A double decker plane. <laughs> I'm just, I just noticed Vic has wished us a happy new year. Happy Hogmanay, Vic. Happy Hogmanay. Someone's asking me what I'm drinking tonight. Yes. No. Uh, and uh, Trevor Watson's asked, asking you what what you. They have the obligatory black stuff, as always. And then tonight, well, I want to sort of talk about a couple of new releases later on, but that's, that's um, when I say new releases, it's new releases from last year. So I decided I would pick something that was released in 2020 um, that I really enjoyed. Um, you know what I reached for? Our good old friend, Bill Phil. I reached for a Bill Phil. Peter Irish, really nice. Friend okay, of the show, yeah. Dahi, uh, sent this out to us. Um, I reached for this because this is this is really good stuff, actually, really good. And the more I have of it, the more it's sort of, more the more I'm sort of warm to it. I knew it was good to start off with, um, but it really is, really is good good gear now. It really is. So we'll pour a wee, another wee drop because I was too busy. I was fretting and panicking because, as usual, we were having uh, technical issues. So I had a, a nearly killed the one that I already poured. So, well, yeah. <laughs> now, this week, Justin, do, 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 whiskey news. I have prepared this for this week. Now, okay. over Christmas, there's not usually an awful lot happens, to be honest, but I've managed to get some stuff that I thought was of interest and, and really good. First off, Bushmills, our, our local distillery. Well, I thought this was really, this to me is a really good idea. All of these big companies have these massive advertising budgets where they spend and they make, they get Lady Gaga to sing very weird songs and try and sell you some sort of aftershave or whatever it is. Not really sure, but they spend millions on this. Bush Mills have come up with a better idea. Bush Mills are wanting the good folk of the USA to have their first drink of the year on them. Wow. So if you go out to a local bar or, or cafe or restaurant or whatever, and you order a Bush Mills, if you take a photo of your receipt and upload it to bushmills.com, forward slash first whiskey bush mills will reimburse you six dollars now that's this is pretty, only available that's pretty handy isn't it <laughs> like that. you imagine justin if a million people take that offer up that's a million of your product that you've given away right but it's cost you six million dollars in terms of budgets for for pr and and, and advertising I know, okay, it's a massive amount of money, but for these companies, 
I mean, it's, it's Jose Cuervo. It's not not a massive amount of money for them, but you, you've got a million people taste your product, and it's not cost you that much in the grand scheme of things. I, I think that's a wonderful idea. So when you do it, now this is only available to the good folk of the US of A, but I wish it, they should maybe send it over to us because, well, we've been drinking it for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> so what you do is you register, you put up your name, address, uh, phone number, very important in the US, you have to put up your date of birth, uh, when and where you, you bought it, and between four and eight weeks later, they'll send you the cash via PayPal or an Amazon gift voucher for $6. What's not to like about that? Good idea. More of this kind of thing. It's a, it's a brilliant idea. idea. It is a brilliant idea. A million idea. people could try that. It's going to cost you $6 million, but a million people buy uh, taste your product. That might not have done it. So if you're in the US, avail yourself of this. This is a good idea, and it's not difficult to do, you know. It, it could turn out like you, you remember the Hoover thing, where too many people bought the, the Hoover appliances and, and and wanted the free trip to America. Do you know my my old neighbour actually got two free trips to America out of that, and some people couldn't if, get it. People don't know what we're talking about here. A few years ago, the vacuum company, the vacuum cleaning company Hoover offered if you bought a hoover they got they give you a free flight to america <laughs> so so people were were multi buying hoovers because it was much cheaper to buy a hoover than buy a flight to the states so it, it basically bankrupted the company you know, it was just an absolute disaster but you ever thought that up didn't really think that, think that through that well justin did they you know but now staying stateside no they, they maybe didn't here's what people Here's what people are oh, going ahead. Here's what people are thinking about uh, this, Marty. They're thinking. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, had a bush podcast myself right now. I there you go. There. Uh, a drop of the Irish is saying that. Yep, on YouTube. That's. Well, yep. Uh, uh, and then Mark Kerr saying maybe they should do it here. I think there would be an awful lot of people doing that here, actually, because I think was it Tenants or Hart was doing a thing there to try and get people back into the pubs there a free drink. I think I signed up for it, but didn't yeah. manage to get it. And then Michael Matthews is saying sounds like a, 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 a marketing department plan that the office staff will be slaughtered trying to sort it out. Yeah, possibly yeah. could be, possibly could be. Uh, Kodak did it with a digital camera. Mark Kerr got one. Oh, I, don't I don't remember that one with a digital camera. A free digital camera? That sounds like a, a, a good a good No, don't don't where are we, we heading next stay, then, stay Mark? Aside, Justin? And the US have made a standard bottle of seven hundred milliliters. Now, this doesn't sound like a big deal, but in the US, over here, <clears throat> and I've just picked this up, this Dundalgan. This is a 700 milliliter bottle, okay? Now, in the US, the standard whiskey size is 750. And you think, what, what really does that matter? Well, it matters because it means lots of small distilleries and lots of small bonders can't export to the States because just the expense of having a bigger bottle prohibits that. Now, by the same token, small American distilleries exporting to Europe are doing it in a different size bottle. So it's not a standardized bottle, so they don't really bother because it's 
just a little bit too expensive. So the fact that they have the US has standardized this means that it opens up the market a little bit more for these smaller distilleries, which in terms certainly for the Irish market is, is of massive importance because, I mean, you're working with very, you could be working with large margins, but not big volume. So whenever they're moving across to the US, you every little bit helps. So it means the only country in the world where 700 milliliter bottles not standard now is South Africa, which I don't think is a huge market. Uh, they're too busy. They, they make their own um, spirit basically illegally, uh, which I wouldn't be overly keen on. I wouldn't have thought, but they. Uh, this this is a good. This is good for for lots of reasons. Lots of reasons for small for smaller guys. But a couple of the big guys, of course, they think this is a bad job. The reason being, they said that the customer might get confused between a 700 and a 750 milliliter bottle. Now, I don't know about you, Justin, but I don't see how I would be that confused by this. No, they I always look to see what, what, which one I'm getting so as I know I'm not getting caught out by it sort of thing. Well, it's about... Well, it says it there. <laughs> no, it's not, it's, not really, it's not really rocket science to read the bottle, and it'll, it'll probably be a bit cheaper, but... They also have this argument that it opens it up to counterfeiting. Because everywhere else is standardized, it means they'll have a standardized bottle that they can counterfeit and put in the US, which I don't, I don't understand. Basically, it's them trying to be protectionist. So uh, good move by the, 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 the American tax office. Right. And... Uh... <laughs> Why, why do they do things like that then? Why, why do they do things like that? Do, do they know they're doing things like that or do they just inadvertently do do things like that? Well, the th how, how it came about as a 750 milliliter measure was back in the, the Carter administration sort of half-heartedly tried to bring in the metric system in the US and sort of failed miserably. So they, they standardized that at 750 milliliters and it's all to do with the different moving from imperial to metric essentially <clears throat> and uh that was that was how it ended up that that discrepancy so they've now narrowed that they've made it 700 milliliters as a standardized size in the us and this will help small people this will help the smaller guy you know which is always, uh, always nice hello john don is saying uh you mentioned about the export trade and it says that uh Amazon still cancelling whiskey orders. Have you heard about this, Morty? Yes, I checked this out earlier on. Uh, basically, the day on New Year's Day, Amazon weren't sending over um, whiskey orders to Northern Ireland. But I checked today, and it seems to be seems to have lifted. I, I think there was just some confusion over whether there was going to be tax on stuff coming into Northern Ireland and so on and so forth. But I checked today and it seems to be all right again. Um, that, that might have changed. I don't know. But it's uh, Amazon Amazon not wanting to loss a penny on anything. Don't take any chances with, with whatever. So uh, okay. they, on, on New Year's Day, they stopped it. But it seems to be back to normal now. But that could change again, or it might have already changed. I don't know. 
I know a friend of mine on Facebook said he got sent to Amazon orders twice and he only got charged for once. Actually, I, I have a, a CD which I ordered from uh, an online music company about 20 years ago. It, it actually is a Neil Diamond CD and I get sent two copies of the CD but only charged for it once and I give it to a friend of mine. <laughs> That's well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you better than that. I ordered a box set of uh, the Spaghetti Westerns and two weeks later, still not there so i said that i sent a, an email to amazon saying that i hadn't got them i hope jeff bezos hasn't tuning them i know mark zuckerberg lessons but i uh, hope jeff bezos doesn't and send one of them rockets trying to blow us up <laughs> no uh, I, I emailed saying that i haven't got i haven't got the good the bad and the ugly and we'll get one out priority delivery next day delivery so the next day both of them turned up yay <laughs> so to somebody oh, got a good right, christmas good. present that that year <laughs> All right, very good. Very oh, good. Yeah. I, I always, I always like st stories like that when the the little man wins. But I hear it when you buy something expensive and it doesn't turn up. That's re yeah. really bad. Really it bad. Is. It's annoying. It's annoying. Now, speaking of the little man winning, our next story: the Friends of Middleton Distillery uh, Facebook page have been running an auction for the Capuchin Homeless Charity down Dublin. Uh, now we talked about this a little bit last week. Yes, with this mm -hmm. man here, and he was auctioning off. The first aged spirit, or the aged spirit, you can't call it whiskey, as you mentioned last <laughs> week. You can't call it whiskey because it's only two years old. But he auctioned this off, and last night, that ball, which is, as I say, a two year old spirit, 500 milliliters, 61.2%. This is bottle number one of one. And that little bottle went for. 1200 euros last night yeah someone was feeling very generous now that to be fair as they as someone rightly pointed out that is a little bit of irish whiskey history and say that's the very first bottle from cologne distillery of aged spirit now round of applause to all involved there but yeah our good friends down in dunville's um they also put up a bottle, 19-year-old cask strength from cask number 200. And it only finished at 8 o'clock tonight. Well, it was actually a little bit after yet because the, the bidding went on a little bit further. And it, again, bottled number one of one. And it finished up at €1,350. Uh, uh, well done, everybody, you know. Um, the, 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 guys, the guys from up around this part of the world... I really stepped up to really stepped up to the mark there. Now there was lots of other not you know just these two. There was lots of other uh, lots up. There was a night stay at Martello Hotel in Bray, a hundred pound hundred euro uh, bar tab there. It went for four hundred and two euro. Uh, Teeling had a hand filled American Virgin Oak, sixty four point one percent, signed by Jack and Stephen Teeling. Uh, Waterford, Powers, Redbreast, Temple Bar, all of these guys put up uh, bits and pieces and, and lots. And the auction raised 15,086 euros. Now, well done, guys, you know, superb. Uh, there was another almost 5,000 from a raffle. Seriously. And it seems that. 
Sounds like everybody was doing their well, bit. Well, they were. The, the Irish Whiskey Auction website, for example, they provided any shipping that needed to go to the US, they were going to cover that. So, you know, these guys are all getting together. They're doing stuff for charity. And, you know, that this, this, is, this should be mentioned, you know. There's too much bad stories in the world. So whenever people do good stuff, it should always be commended, you know. So, certainly, certainly. Now, we're going to finish on another story. This, I'm going to talk a little bit about celebrity whiskey, okay? <laughs> celebrity whiskey. So, we have uh, Conor McGregor, for example, and his proper 12, Bob Dylan, uh, Heaven's, Heaven's Door, Peaky Blinders, Downton Abbey, uh, David Beckham, and The Hague. But we're going to talk a little bit. Oh, another one just piled up here. The Gelstons from Belfast, they've they've shipped in Sam Neill because they're related to Sam Neill. Uh, good old are man. They? Oh, aye. They are indeed. So he owns a, a, a vineyard. Uh, and do you remember he... Uh, <laughs> do you remember he played in Peaky Blinders, he played the, the Ulster detective and it was the worst Ulster accent you've ever heard in your life, even though he was born here. <laughs> Somebody actually told me on the radio one day that he actually used to live down near Torella Beach. But you, you hear all these wonderful things, but I can't find any listing online about that. But apparently he moved from uh, Omar or Tyrone or Cookstown over to, over towards there and then emigrated. When he, he, he was, I mean, he's bound to remember living here, I think. I, I don't think he was that young when he, when he, when he went. I, I thought I heard he was either seven or eight when I really left. Yeah, yeah. We'll maybe have to, to look it up. But listen, is this guy a celebrity that I'm showing here now? Justin, if you were in the right circles, and, and if, I'm t people who watch Star Trek are Trekkies, okay? People who watch Game of Thrones are Throners. This man's from Outlander. So anyone who watches Outlander, we call them perverts. Because, as long as it isn't Highlander. No, it's Outlander. Don't don't you start about Highlander, one of the classic films ever made, boy. It's like, crap. Fall out, boy, very quick over that. <laughs> but, no, he's from Outlander. And Outlander, if you've never seen Outlander, it's set in Scotland where this man plays a Highlander. And what happens is this woman gets transplanted back in time from the World War Two back to the, the 1740s where she runs into this guy and uh the red coats the government forces are all coming to get them what happens is the pair of them look over they see the red coats coming and then they take off all their clothes which <laughs> i'm not really sure why but that's that's basically the premise of the whole show so to cut a long story okay. short this is sam Hutton. uh he has brought out a whiskey called the sassanach Bit of a strange name for for what he's doing. It's a Scotch whisky called the Sassenach. Will we get banned from Facebook if I if I say that word? I don't. I don't know, Justin. Mark Zuckerberg, I don't think knows what that means. So we'll be all right. We should be safe enough. Okay. So the, the some Brandon Guru has decided to call a whisky that. Okay, there we go. It's it's pretty fancy. It looks looks the business. It's not cheap. Seventy five pounds a bottle. So. It's, it's, it's not, not exactly cheap, but, well, it turns out, now, as I say, <laughs> Star Trek Trekkies, 
Craig Outlander fans, pervert. Well, what happened was, and I'm not casting aspersions about this lady, by the way. A woman by the name of Anna, who lives in the US, got fooled into thinking that she was actually talking to Sam. He's a good-looking guy. We'll give him that. He is a good-looking guy. Sam was talking to her basically online. And he told her, now, this wasn't actually Sam. This was someone posing as Sam. Okay. Uh, he told her that he needed money to start the Sassanach whiskey. So she gave him 34 grand. Now, he told her that he would give her £6,000 $6, a month and a percentage of the revenues from the Sassanach whiskey. It's turned out it wasn't actually true, Justin. Surprise, surprise. So um, Sam actually came on to say, please, please do not do any fall for any of this. Nobody's going to ask you for money online. Um, but he, 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 this guy, whoever it was, conned this woman out of money. So um, it, it was essentially uh, all hoodwinked. But the Sassanach is real. Just... Sam doesn't need anybody's money. He's got he's got enough. He'll be all right, you know. All right. If you want to send anybody money that you meet on the internet, uh, please send any to my bank account. Just mark it for the attention of Irish Whiskey Review, Coots and Co, Palmyle, London. Yeah. My, my, oh no, we, we we don't have a Coots and Co bank account, no, do we? Uh, no, no. I'm going to try and get one set up in the Isle of Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's last week in whiskey. That's the whiskey uh, news for the week. Thank you. I only took half an hour this week. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that happened that last year in whiskey. There was lots and lots. I had it in my head earlier on today that I was going to do like sort of 15, 20 minutes talking about it, but we've done all these shows. The most important thing in Irish whiskey that started this year was this show started. So, I don't need it. Don't need it <laughs> All right. But no, there's been loads of new brands, and I just left out a couple. As I say, I left out the Bell Fell. Um, Bushmills got a little bit of a rebrand. Do 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 do. Um, uh, two stacks, which is sort of a cologne collaboration. I don't know why the lightning in this thing's so bad. Um, and then I think this is probably my whiskey of the year. This is the one that I've enjoyed the most this year. This is the, the, the okay. Dunville's 12-year-old single cask, cask 1326. Uh, just fabulous stuff. I mean, it's just excellent. Uh, honestly, I've, I've, they brought out three of these cask strength 12-year-olds, and they're all fabulous. They really are just lovely, you know, and not bad value for money in any way, shape, or form for a 12-year-old cask strength whiskey. Good. So it's all out in minutes, like, but worth worth going to an auction site to pick up um so i was i was going to but i kind of decided since it's the new year people are making resolutions and everybody says this is the year i'm going to lose two stone this is the year i'm going to go and do this this is the year i'm going to go and get get a better education i'm going to beat you i lose two stone this year I'm going to bet you. Well, I'm going to bet you that. Put it like this. 
if you are whiskey <laughs> there's some people swear by the whiskey diet justin what you think is <laughs> now whiskey a, a, a an average measure of whiskey has about 120 calories in it okay yeah. whiskey okay yeah sometimes people get a little bit confused about calories calorie is a measure of energy and it's the measure of, it's the amount of energy required to heat one milliliter of water one degree centigrade that's what a calorie is okay so basically it's a measure of how much okay, energy yeah. it needs to you need to maintain your body temperature now some people tell you alcohol alcohol doesn't have whiskey doesn't have many calories on it and all that's not true because you can set fire to alcohol so obviously it's got plenty of energy in it but if you just drink a couple of whiskeys or a whiskey or two it's not a huge amount of calories the problem lots of people have is they put mixers in it and once you start putting in your coca-colas once you start putting in lemonade and that kind of thing the calories shoot up because there's piles and piles of sugar in it now whiskey whiskey metabolizes is that is that where it will be justin you need to you need to cut out the mixers but you have your cocktails and your wee umbrellas and your wee sparklers and all cut out all that crap if you want to even put in an ice cube, I'll forgive an ice cube. But one of the things is, if you drink alcohol, your body has to metabolize the alcohol. So it does that first. So what people would tell you is, have your alcoholic drink at the end of a meal. Now, having a little bit of wine with your dinner or something is not going to make any real difference. It's But after you drink, after you have your meal, then drink your alcohol. And the reason for that is you've, you'll start to digest your dinner, start to digest the meal, your body will do what it needs to do with that, then the alcohol. If you do it the other way around, your body will use up the alcohol, take all the calories okay. from it, and then store all the rest of them. So it's kind of a different uh, nutritional thing. Now, if you go and check this out, I'm, I only know a little bit about this. But if you go and read up on this, I know alcohol makes you hungry. If you have a couple and you get a bit of the munchies, try and not do that because that's one of the things that will start to pile on the alcohol. But whiskey is one of the best diet aids. Diet, if you want to drink, it's one of the best diet drinks. It's it, This is the Coke Zero almost of the alcohol word. Okay? Okay, so, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> That's the diet bit covered. So what I want to talk about this week, and it was nice to see Vic on there, Vic Cameron, who we interviewed a couple of weeks ago. I recently did the the, the, the Institute of Brewing and Distilling General Certificate. I've had a couple of people ask me, had a couple, had a couple of people actually ring me about it to ask me about doing it. So what I did was I started searching around for some of the different qualifications, courses, that kind of thing um, that people can do. So I've done a little bit of searching around. Some of the stuff that I have done, um, some of the stuff I've done, some of the stuff that's available, 
and some recommendations. Now, you you really want to give people a bit of an education here, well, Marty, don't you? There is there is this well, appetite this is it. for whiskey. And the thing is, there's, there's lots about. of stuff out there for people to actually um, look at and and do. But some of it is actually, well, some of it can be quite expensive. And I, I did the general certificate really because I was in lockdown. We were, we had no work this, this year, as you and I both, <laughs> both do the same thing. We both know. So I kind of wanted to do something productive. And I looked around and I thought, well, I might as well do, well, it's a professional qualification and you end up, registered with an institute which i don't know what i'll ever do with it but you never know um i just thought it was yeah. something productive to do but there are lots of different options and things to do so first up i did this a while ago i just have to get my certificate you get a very you get a quite a nice certificate from this this is from the Irish Whiskey Academy okay, down in Middleton. Yeah. So this is run by uh, Irish distillers down at the the down at the Middleton Distillery. Now they have two different courses that you can do. Okay, you do the Discoverer package, which is the one that I did. Now, it's a full day's training. You go down in the morning. You learn all about how they make whiskey and brewers yeast and it's very very sort of simple but it's a it's a nice thing because you get to meet a few of the people that work down there you can ask them questions you can get chatting to people and it's just as a nice day out it's a very very nice day out because you learn the basics but then you do a distillery visit and it's a little bit more in depth uh you get to go and visit the warehouse so you go and get to see middleton's vast stock of, of whiskey you get cask samplings from the the barrels are left it straight out, straight into your glass, which is quite a nice thing. And if let's be Ooh. honest, the prices of Irish whiskey these days, you would <laughs> if you're paying for any of these in a bar, they would cost you an absolute fortune. Um, okay, yeah. You do a premier sampling, and you do like an evaluation of the the whiskey. Uh, you do a, an evaluation of the whiskey, so you do like. Uh, some of the pars, the John Lane stuff, uh, the, uh, the Barry Crockett Legacy. And again, these are premium whiskies, and it's all part of the package. And then at the end of it, you get given a bottle of whiskey to take with you. Now, the bottle that I have is the Irish Whiskey Academy bottle number one, and it's going at auction for about €300, Euro, €250, Euro, €300, Euro. edition number two, okay. a little bit less. Now, that costs, that course costs, 350 euro so you get a very nice day out a bottle of whiskey at the end of it and it's really not cost you very much okay because because you're getting to sample things that you wouldn't normally get to sample that sounds that sounds like something i could try you could honestly it's and, and the thing is that bottle of whiskey at the end of it there's always going to be a collector that could turn around and well they'll turn around and maybe get you know people collect this kind of stuff so if you really wanted to recoup your money you could probably recoup at least half of it by selling that on. So that that's the discoverer package. They have the enthusiast package, which is one and a half days training. 
So it's the same as day one's the same as the, the Discover package, more or less. Uh, day two is a blending, bottling, and cooperage demonstration. So you also then get to see the micro distillery where they make method and madness. Um, you also get a five star accommodation, dinner in Cork, lunch both days, and again a bottle of the, the Academy blend. Uh, so you get that certificate and you also get a book as well. The problem is it's 1199 euro. So it's much more expensive, but then it's a bit more involved. So you would you, you need to have a bit more of a commitment to do that because I mean it's 1200 euro. So it's a lot of money really. But I thoroughly recommend that they're, they're very nice people. It's a very, very nice day out and you do get to see behind the scenes and to ask some questions that you can ask the professionals some questions that you can't really do on a course. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, the, 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 the thing is, uh, do they give away trade secrets in these courses then? Because that would make be a lot of our viewers would like that sort of thing then. Well, they'll not tell you anything that they're not allowed to tell you, but what they will do is give you a little bit more of an insight as to how the, the process of some of the stuff works and how some of the the finer bits and pieces, you know? So it's you can't do it you can't do it uh, of course you know what I mean. So it's it's nice it's nice to be in a functioning distillery, you know. Yes, it would, it would be certainly, you'd certainly get to see behind the now, scenes rather than just do the tour. Number two, now, what I did was I went through all the various courses. Yes, it's, it's a much, much more, much more involved thing, much more involved thing. And again, you get to meet some of the distillers, which is, is always going to be nice. Now, the second one that I went to, the t you were talking about Highlander there a minute ago. This sounds like it come from Highlander because this is the Council of Whiskey Masters. <laughs> it's a little bit of a pretentious title for themselves, I think. Now, right, okay, Scotland. Some people from Ireland on the on the Council of Whiskey Masters. They have their own heraldic crest and everything. No. Now, Dustin, stop laughing. Stop laughing. Because this is very serious. They're offering education here. Uh, this is based in the US. They offer courses in Scotch and Bourbon. Uh, and it's the whiskey, the Council of Whiskey Masters is made up mostly from what I can see made up of whiskey reviewers, writers, and authors. Uh, they offer four levels. Um, professional to level four which is the the master of whiskey which now level two costs 495 dollars now you have to have passed level one first to get the certified whiskey specialist program now a quote from the site it says candidates may choose either spelling for their printed diploma both spellings will be recognised by the council. <laughs> I, I just thought, this was, I thought it was quite funny, if I'm honest. 
you know, they're, they're, they have deemed that they will recognize both spellings. They will put an E if you ask them to. Very big of them, like, it's very good. I might think it's a fake thing if it doesn't have the E or it does have the E, you remember. Well, well, the thing about it is, Justin, I think it's entirely up to Scotland or Ireland or the US of A, whatever way they want to spell it. And sh surely, I don't care whether they recognise it or not, most people are aware that there's a couple of different spellings of it. So it's not a bit... <laughs> For them to say that they will blessing is, is a bit much, you know? Yeah. Now, yeah, I'm glad Vic's here. It certainly does sound I, I, I didn't get a photograph of this. Yeah, it sounds a bit. It sounds a little bit. Uh, anyway, the next one is the Edinburgh Whiskey Academy, which Vic, who I know was watching and who we interviewed a few weeks ago, they offer a range of courses in whiskey and gin. Now, they, they, some of them are quite fun, but they are actually recognised. But I'll get to that in a little minute. One of them's called Wake Up Your Whiskey Nose, which, which is a bit of fun. It's twenty-five pounds. Right, the of whiskey masters. There's just four hundred and ninety-five, whereas the wake up your whiskey nose is twenty-five. You be the judge of what one what one would be a, a better buy. Anyway, these are delivered online, and you, you you purchase the whiskeys. They tell you what to buy, and then you watch. And uh, after you purchase, you have one hundred and eighty days to do it, and a downloadable certificate. So that's a bit of fun. Okay. Now, the introduction to whiskey certificate is £99, but this is overseen by the, Scot the Scottish Qualifications Authority. So um, it's actually a recognised qualification. Now, you have to do a formal online assessment, and that's a further £80 to actually get your, your, your qualification. And as you, so, as you know, the Scottish educational system is very, very impressive. Well, it's ranked as one of the finest in the world. So, yeah. Um, but if, if you're going to pay that money, why would you not want to get something that's either a professional qualification or recognised by, by an authoritative body? You know, there's, there's, I could have went and got 100 different whiskey courses to tell you about in this. But why, why would it? Because most of them aren't worth the paper they're written on. If they're a bit of fun, if they're a little bit of... Um, you know, twenty-five pound. Go and buy a couple of whiskies, and you can let you can do like a whiskey assessment with them and stuff. Fine, that's only twenty-five pound. It's something you buy someone as a present. Dollars or four hundred pound. Um, that's well, I, I don't see what's the point in doing them unless you're going to sell you extremely decent whiskies, and they need to be very good at that. You know, what's what's really the point in doing them? Um, yeah, now the next one, the next one I signed up to do a few weeks ago. Um, it's from the Open University. Now, this is free, okay, and it's called The Science of Alcohol. Now, it's 24 hour study, it's self taught, you do it yourself, uh, but basically, they say to do it over eight weeks, okay. Now, there's lots and lots and lots of free courses on the Open University. 
okay the open learn stuff you can go and just do them uh, and they don't cost you a penny so you're getting university level education at the end of it you get this little badge which is on the screen to say that you've participated and done it now this is you don't have to do formal assessments you don't have to do it's because it's free you don't have to even you just cherry pick whatever you want you can download it's a 400 page um booklet you download and it's all there but it costs you nothing now it does lots of different stuff it's not all about whiskey but they do uh covers brewing distilling the effects of alcohol on the body uh including a topic called ethanol excretion <laughs> which which i haven't got to yet but it sounds good uh, so it's a level one course <laughs> it's a level one course they even do a thing beside it where you can do your own home brew and um, they talk you through the brewing and you can do your own beer now there's lots of science there's quizzes in it and so on and so forth but but it's not costing you anything it's university level education and you've got a, a demonstrable thing to say that you've done it so uh i mean why would you if you're interested in this kind of thing why would you not do this you know i, yeah. I think it's i think it's a bit of a no-brainer to do that one especially if it's if, especially if it's free Marty, you you would want to give it a crack exactly and there's loads of there's loads and loads of free courses out there now by top universities i've done a few from uh company called edx which is all the ivy league universities well maybe not all of them but i have i have certificates from the smithsonian institute cornell university mit okay I've, I've, they're verifiable i can send people a link they can go and check it out uh, you have to update and refresh your thing every year to say that it's definitely you and provide photographic id etc etc and they're superb and they cost I think it was £35 or something to get a certificate for it. You know, so it's good. But the one that uh, I really wanted, people were at me about was the general certificate in distillation. Now, I signed up to do it in July, and the exam was in November. Looking back, probably I didn't give myself just enough time. This, These are my notes on it, okay? That... I filled that book. Okay. Right. Okay. And I'll give you an idea. So, do, 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 do. let me see now. This just open it at random. Uh, this is molasses, the fermentation for light rum. And this is just my notes. Okay. Uh, light rums are generally produced on column stills. The same yeast strains can be used to produce light rum and neutral spirits. Yeast selection, ability to produce alcohol, good tolerance to, to ferment at temperatures 32 to 34 degrees, good tolerance to osmotic stress, low production of flavor compounds, high invertase in, in activity, and it goes on and on. Now, I passed it, but realistically, I should have given myself a bit more time. Now, what, what I'm going to do with that, I don't know. I've no idea. But... I thought it was a productive thing to do. I'm now a member of the Institute of Brewers and Distillers because I have done that. That course was. Do, 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 do. Let me think. Uh, 
I'm trying to trying to remember. I think it was about four hundred pound. It was about four hundred pound. Um, so it was right. quite expensive. But again, it's, that's it's not too bad, bad for a course. It's not it's too not bad, bad for a course. Yeah, but it's a, it's a significant outlay. Now, that's the entry level. Okay, there are there's a general there's the foundations of distilling, which is they say it's for people working in sales or HR in the whiskey industry. Uh, they then have uh, the general certificate, which is for anyone working in technical areas of spirits industry, best practice, vital to becoming a professional distiller. Uh, oh, sorry, I have it wrote down here. That was £485. Uh, then they have the diploma, which is a comprehensive understanding of science and application. Now, you must pass three modules at £552 each. That's the wrong graphic you have up there. That's for the, the, the next one, buddy. Uh, oh, you're all right. Sorry about, now, sorry about that. You can also pay £1,246 for tutor-guided learning, which you would be learning from one of the best, and that's, that's Vic. Vic teaches this. I, I didn't avail myself of Vic teaching then. I did at another point, but I'll get to that in a little bit. So you can do that. Then they have a master distiller, which is a five-part module. You have to be sponsored by the employing organization. Um, but I, I, I would sincerely doubt that applies to anybody watching this show. That's for people running. You know, the, a, master, a master distiller, that's going to be someone who's running a fairly large distillery. Now, the diploma, the Harriet Watt University also does that. And if you're already a graduate, they offer that as a master's. So it kind of tells you the level that, that, that the diploma is. It's basically seen as a master's degree. So. Well, yeah, it would be. Now, the next one I wanted to talk about is the thing I did where Vic did the online training at the time. Now, this is the University of Highlands and Islands. This was really, really good. Really good. What happened was, it gives you a very basic um, understanding of the history and the production of, of Scotch whiskey. But this, it was £275. I mean, that's not a lot of money, really. It's not, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a huge amount of money. You're getting a university level um, certificate. So, I mean, it's granted by a university, it's taught by by Vic, uh, and there's lo lots of stuff sent out. But they also send you eight samples of really quite nice whiskies. So I'll give you an example. One of them is a 15-year-old Mortlach, which was the very first time I'd ever had a Mortlach. And what you do is you, you get given ass assessment sheets, and you take off what, what you've got, and you have to write up a little assessment and stuff, and send it back in and get scored. And it was really the first time I ever, ever tried doing anything like that. And, and I found it really enjoyable, really interesting, really quite clever. And, and it, was, it was a fairly simplistic thing, you know, in some ways, but really quite technical in others. So I, I couldn't recommend it enough, if I'm totally honest. So... Now, now, all these courses are all very well, but uh, 
surely you'd be you'd be hit with information overload if you if you did all these courses. I mean, whiskey is something that you really are really into. Uh, is there a chance that doing a course like this might put people off? Uh, you know, yeah, it's 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 just so much. Again. Well, I think the thing about it is, really what I'm trying to point out here is if you want to do something like this, there are options available for various bits of it, and don't waste your money. There are there are courses I would I would I would say that probably aren't really worth worth the paper they're written on, and they can be quite expensive. And there's other ones that are decent, well thought out, well respected, and you'll enjoy them. Which is, if you're not going to go into the industry in any way, shape, or form, you can still enjoy them. I mean, the one from the Open University, I mean, it's it's free. You know, people sit and watch documentaries, why not do something like that? Because people in the new year always think, oh, I'm going to go and get a master's degree or a PhD this year, and I'm going to start this. And, we get... and then come February, they don't bother their arse. But <laughs> you know, that's done by February if you really want. You know? Well, the last the last <laughs> one is the Wine and Spirit Education Trust, uh, who, who offer various courses in wine and spirits. Now, this is really quite well respected. They have partners from, the corporate partners are Shivas, Diageo, M&S, Moe, Tesco, Perno, etc., etc. Now, I'll just talk about the spirits one because the wine ones are totally different. There's lots and lots of stuff to do with wine. Uh, Offqual reg regulates the exams. Now, you have to get direct wines in Belfast. They do, they do the course for levels one and two. Level one's £135. It's one day course. Uh, you get sandwich tea and lunch as well. Uh, level two, you go. You can go straight on to this course without doing level one. 26 hours of study, including 14 hours of classroom study. Tutored and tasting of around 40 spirits and liqueurs, and it costs €399. Euro. This is all about assessment. So it's it's pretty much oh getting getting nice wood smoke smoke you know and you talk through what it is you're nosing and the various aspects of different spirits and and obviously the wines if you do that as well you do level three is a different ball game again it's much more intensive much more expensive but that's really what I want to talk about tonight and and tell people that if they want to get into doing this kind of thing yeah there's lots of avenues to do and and. That's the things. Some of the things that I would recommend. First off, Open University. It's free, and then I would do the 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 Vic one from University University of the Highlands and Islands in Murray. So, lots lots to get be thinking about if you're thinking about doing something in lockdown. If you're still furlonged and you still have the cash. Some of them are, are free, uh, which is amazing, and others, you know, it's a, a couple of hundred quid, but it might be worth might be worth taking a punt on. Now we've been asked some uh, great questions over the course of the uh, past several months, but we've been asked a really great question tonight, which maybe you can answer in the last one hundred and twenty seconds. William McClanahan saying, "What about a group well, outing? Like right? <clears throat> what we could do is we could." possibly get a distillery we might take a run down to maybe down to Eglinville 
down to Dunville's. I'm only saying this off the top of my head. I would need to ask. But uh, take a run down and go down and do the tour down there and go and see the guys. F fantastic tour. They're exceptionally nice people. Um, and if we all live, basically, if everybody's from in and around, can get to Belfast. It's not that. It's a nice wee jaunt down. More than happy to do that. Love to do it. Yeah. We could maybe uh, put a put a coach together and, and and lay on lunch and uh, well, not make not make a million quid on it, but uh, maybe uh, run it as a as a sort of like a nice uh, sort of uh, get together where all the virtual people can meet each other. Because I noticed a lot of people talk to yeah. each other when they're on this tonight. Uh, let me see, Frank Hearn saying he's in. Yeah, uh, John Dunn saying inspirational talk. Uh, one to look into. Yes, it certainly is. There's, there's food for thought there. I, I want, wanted to do that wine course at Jordanstown as an adult education thing years ago. Couldn't go, but a couple of my mates went to it. And we're going back yeah. maybe 20 years now. And they had a fantastic time. But direct direct wine shipments, that, that's where uh, one of the corporations I used to work for got their uh, alcohol from. And it was definitely... Definitely. It's 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 the, the best place in... in uh, Northern Ireland. I think there's one other good place uh, as well. I don't know where it's still going to go down Saint Field Way. It's very, very well in the direct wine shipments. Is, is but as I say, yeah. If anybody's yeah. interested in any of this, join up to the Open University one. Have a crack at it. It'll be very technical. You know, it's a university level course. It's going to be as quite technical. There's lots of stuff, but you're not really being tested on it. You know, there's not. There's not a you're not going to feel because you know it's free, but the, the the likes of the University of Highlands and Islands, you're getting for less than three hundred quid. I have a certificate from a university here, and we can you know you can you, you get to taste some really nice whiskies from from the Connoisseur's Choice range. That's what it was when I did it. So as I say, well worth well worth looking into. You know. Saying I'm from Sweden, but I'll swing by Belfast as soon as possible. I'm in for having having a tipple. Yes, you can actually fly uh, with uh, Ryanair into Dublin. I think it's from from Norway, but it's it's not too far away from you because you're you're beside each other. And you used to be the same place, but you're separate. Bit like Ireland. But there you go. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's been another great show tonight. I know you have to say it. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, there you go. Michael Massey's, uh, I, I have a group keen to go north for a distillery, but th there you go. Michael Matthews is, is, say is saying the same. There you go. Um, my my favourite is still the Japanese distilleries. <laughs> Getting on that plane and flying to Japan sounds like my, my uh, perfect 2021. Maybe for cherry blossom if we can get the jab. Definitely, as you could go over and start the Olympics because uh, they're adamant they're going to hold the Olympics, and uh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> there you go, Frank Stern suggests lunch and catch twenty seven in Kirkcubbin. There you go, and and all all there's lots of places down there. There's what, what, you mean Pier thirty seven in Donaghadee? Do you mean uh, Frank or is there catch twenty two in Kirkcubbin? I don't know. Uh, I was there the other day, but it was dark. Um, <laughs> the other day, but it was dark. What is it? Salt House Break is down that way. <laughs> 
<laughs> there you go. Thanks, Sweden. Uh, there you go. John Dunn saying uh, Sweden to the guy in Sweden who dropped the Irish. I love uh, the, the McMira. We, we've we've tried it and it's it's delicious. You you have it there, Marty. I have about four or five yeah. miniatures there that I have to do a sampling set that I've, I just haven't got around to opening yet, but uh, I'll maybe get a chance at them in the not too distant future. All right. Uh, all right, there you go. Uh, thanks again. Another great show. Is there any new releases uh, for NI one hundred? Oh, no. Oops, for Northern Ireland one hundred. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, yes, the hundred anniversary. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, they're coming through. Possibly. I don't. I would it's, a, it's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. We're getting the 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 accolades and applause are coming in from all around the world tonight. But uh, we'll 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 call it a wrap because I have to edit it down to fit it on the Instagram because we let you do an hour on that. But when we get rid of the the platitudes at the start, it that it, uh, it always uh, adds up to less than an hour. I don't like deleting anybody's comments and like everybody's comments been seen on screen. But another good com comment there. Uh, uh, somebody suggested the bus is a better idea. Somebody says. Uh, Michael Matthews says, could we not go to Lamb Bay and bring our, our, our buckets and spades? He wants to go to the coast. There you go. Yeah, it's it's, it's a long way to go. It's a long a long drive away down uh, to some of the distilleries. And let's face it, you could only really do one distillery in a day, Marty, because uh, we know when you visit distilleries, it's very, very hard well, to do more than yes, one in a day. Within walking distance, it's not too bad. But if you have to go too far... Um, there's always the odd one or two that overindulges, and then it becomes, yeah. then you become a nursemaid. But uh, no, it's nice. It's, it'd be great. But like us, the way things know. are at the minute, we don't know when we're going to be allowed out and allowed out to play, sort of thing. So, uh, but it's one to look forward to. We'll definitely get it done at some point. Yeah. All right. All, All right. right guys. Have a good year, Marty. Speak to you soon. All the best, everybody. Take it easy. Bye, 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 bye. Bye.